This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Knock out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Good afternoon, everybody. That was a that was a frustrating and cold evening, wasn't it? Um, yeah, trying to pick the bones out of that. Some some encouraging football in the first half, and to go a goal up, but an appetite to shoot ourselves in the foot felt almost overwhelming on occasions. Um, yeah, um, let me know what you think. Um, I'm trying to work out quite what I think of that game. Um, I, I think that uh, having seen both Southampton and Ipswich play. I wonder if there's a bit more of a blueprint for the football that we want to play. Cause it felt like to me, at least felt like they had more momentum going forward when they wanted to go forward. Um, they would play with a, a little bit more intensity and more, a bit more on the front foot. Whereas I felt, I felt today, like we just kind of, um, we, we played in fits and starts. People had good 45s and then kind of, kind of, Buried off. Personally, for me, I thought Andrews had a good game. Um, I thought he was the one who looked like he was on, you know, wanting to wanting to go forward, wanting to do something. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, what do you think is always the question here? Uh, rather than what I think, while well, I'm trying to work it out and everything, need to get and have a look at the stats, etc. But uh, if you want to have your say, do come on, hit request, and uh, and let me know your thoughts. Let me just add in Alan, and then we'll be coming to Charlie after. Let me just go to Alan. Um, anyway, as ever, there'll be the five word reviews. There'll be the uh, the long forms and all of that sort of nonsense. Um, hopefully, Hornet haikus. We enjoyed those the other day. Those were rather good. Um, but let us know what we think. Saturday was a draw that felt like a win. Today was a defeat that. How does it feel, Alan? What do you, what what were your thoughts on uh, on this evening? Hi, Pete. Hello, mate. Well, um, I didn't I didn't travel because it's just it, it it's a bit too too uh, much. We've had to be up early for work. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I, I, I've got to be honest. I, I find it hard to be too downbeat. Cool. I think in in reality, um, that's that's an Ipswich side that's been together a couple of seasons now. You can see they they there's a familiarity of what they're doing, the way that they're set up, the way they they go about their game. They're they're a they're a threat on on the counter attack. Um, we're still very early in our development. And, um, the, you know, the last 10 or 11 games, whatever it is, is you know, is, uh, tonight included, is caused for for considerable um, considerable uh, optimism, you know, for the future. I think the, 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 the fundamental difference uh, tonight was... Um, they were more clinical when they when the chances uh, fell to them. Yeah, and um, you know I know it was it was Hoot's ultimate mistake for the for the second goal, but I don't think he was helped by the hospital pass from Kayembe. To be honest, I, you know he had two players converging on him before the pass was even made to him. What Kayembe could have done was cleared it downfield, but instead he's turned it back on uh, back towards Hoot with two players closing in on him. He's he's lost um, he's lost his foot in giving the ball away and the ball's in the back of the net. Um, but you know that aside, I don't think, particularly in the second half, I think we were we were coping quite well with them. Really, I can't remember too many clear opportunities that they had. I, I felt that the the second half of the first half, I felt they were more of a threat going forward than they were in the second half. Um, I think we started the game well. Um, we, we were causing them problems, particularly down our left, which is definitely, at this moment in time, you know, our, our most fluid side uh, 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 from an attacking point of view. Uh-huh. And and I know that I've seen again tonight lots of comments about, you know, why is Martins not playing? But that's fundamentally why he's not playing, because of the understanding that, that Jamal Lewis and Ken Summer, you know, have on that side. And it's it's not because Martins isn't a good player. He's a very good player. But we've got two players on that left-hand side that just have such a great understanding. And I, and I felt, particularly in that first half, Ken Summer was causing them all sorts yeah. of problems on the left-hand side. Um, you know, in the second half, we kind of struggled to impose our game on them. Um, although, you know, it kind of, I'd already said that uh, it perhaps a little bit contradictory that they, they weren't really threatening us, but nonetheless, it was a bit sort of, it, it was very similar to the game on Saturday in terms of we started to lose um, uh, deer in, about how we wanted to attack in the, in the final sort of 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and, um, yeah, they, they 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 got one chance and took it, and I don't think we really, really threatened after that. But you know, uh, uh, treating it, uh, you know, take it in isolation. I, I overall, I think it was a decent performance. You know, um, and we we lost that game ultimately because of um, because of our own mistakes, not because of anything that that, that they did. Um, I, you know, I I, I think. Um, I think we should be reasonably optimistic. I think, we, you know, we're going in the right direction. And I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if we went and won at Preston. 
honestly, uh, you know, I think um, I, I, I feel cautiously optimistic, optimistic about it, to be honest. I don't know what you think. Very good. No, no, I, I, this is what I'm trying to kind of almost process. I felt that Hurst, their 27, who was... Yeah. Um, who Another was shit house, by the way. Abs- absolutely. Um, yeah. But, but when, he was, when he was doing his shit shithousery, and fair play, that's what he's there to do. He's not up there to, mm. to earn any friends, etc. But Hutchison, Chaplin and Harness were always buzzing up and around him. They were always yeah. getting up there. Whereas I feel that Ryevich is almost always isolated. The f- couple of moments when he wasn't, a Spreer ends up scoring. And I just I just wonder, it's it's a very subtle distinction between a 4-2-3-1 and a 4-3-3. I mean, it's it's literally a couple of people wandering three yards either way or or, or you know or, or as makes no difference. But it's just that, the difference that... between how you set up with and without the ball. You go yeah. 4-2-3-1 without and 4-3-3 with when the opportunity allows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it just it just felt like um and, and you're absolutely right. They've been together for a couple of seasons, they've been they've been working very well, and they have a very bright young coach and fair play to them. And I thought it was interesting watching them in Southampton um, because here we got two teams who kept the ball. I just felt that they were a little bit more front-footed than us. I thought that uh, the Hoop personally had one of his worst games with the ball, not without it, but with the ball. He, he, he had a number of passes that were kind of going out, but that spoke to a, to a lack of options. And I didn't feel when I was looking at Ipswich, and I appreciate I was probably looking at this with whatever the opposite is, mm. rose tinted glasses, um, mm-hmm. looking at it going, why don't we have those options? I'm not having a go at it. I'm just wondering, is that, you know, is that the direction of flight we want to go in? You've come here with some optimism, which is great stuff. Um, maybe, maybe some of that we can take and, and maybe include it. I thought Morsi and Luonga, they're, they're number five and 25 respectively. Um, yeah. Because I, I had to check which number was because they both looked identical. And I thought they both had great games at the back there. And they also yeah. kind of drove forward. So fair fair play to them. I just thought in midfield, I thought we got a bit outdone with them uh, uh, with them today on occasions. I, I, I don't know about that. I actually think we've got a better midfield than them. I, 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 I actually think our issues lie in in really um, making the best of the opportunities that we have, you know, in that final third and, and, you know, just cutting out one or two individual mistakes defensively. But I hand on heart really believe that that midfield three that we're currently, you know, we're, we're currently using, uh, I think is as good as anything in the championship, to be honest. Really, really do. Well, there you go. Room for optimism there, looking at it, you know, objectively and good that, and probably not quite as cold as I felt at the end of that game. Maybe maybe that maybe that makes a difference. Well, it's, uh, sitting, sitting in my front room in Leicester, mate, it's, uh, I definitely wasn't feeling cold, no. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Could, could your neighbour hear you swearing through the, uh, through the windows like they could the other day? That's the question. Uh, 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 no, I was very calm about it tonight because I think, uh, you know, overall, as I said, I... I it, it, I actually enjoyed the game, and and um, I just felt I felt a bit gutted for the players. Really, when when we we just gifted them that second yeah. goal, it was like I I felt we we deserved you know a point out of that game, and it, and if we'd finished as a as a draw, you know it, it would have been you know a, a, another really great result, even though it would have been you know two home games in a row where we've dropped points. But I think. It, you know, in the great scheme of things, the quality of the opposition, you know, we talked about a couple of games ago about the these six games and 
and how many points we were going to going to get out of them. And and you know, I, I really you know don't think we've been disgraced. I think we've we've competed, and and uh, I, you know I think we're we're heading in the right direction. It's just a case of. Um, of finding the the right balance, you know, and, and being more clinical in attack. Whether it's a case that we're gonna, you know, need to go in the uh, and look again in the transfer window, possibly yes. Uh, a, a couple of people have commented. I, you know, I'd like to see some more faith given in in Espria to complete a ninety because. I actually think we're we're down to ten men when Ince comes on. I'm really sorry. I just don't. I, I don't see what what he brings. Cool. Um, and uh, you know, the, the a lot of that momentum for momentum's lost when you when you take off a spear and bring on Ince. Uh, you know, I just don't see what he offers. I've got to be honest. I, I don't mind Ince because a whole he did a, he did a great job when he came on. But at this point, when you're trying to get into the game, it felt like we were taking off one of those forces for good. Uh, good with Espria, but there we go. Uh, Alan, as always, lovely to hear from you, sir. Thank you very much. We've got loads of people wanting to get on, so I'm gonna I'm gonna trot through, and we'll we'll uh, we'll hear from everybody as we go. Charlie, sir, you know the crikey, you you were telling me the other day, hit the mute button. Um, <laughs> you know the deal. How you doing? All right, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah. What did you make of that then? Did what? Because I think different people will see that game different ways, and I'd like to hear from what everybody else thought rather than just me, because I'm still kind of working out in my head. Yeah, I don't know if it's just me, Peter, but I, you keep cutting out, unfortunately. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me try something else again. Da 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 da. Now I can hear you again. Is that any better? Is that any better? Oh, the the gremlins. They um, they yeah. Don't don't move. Anyways, don't what? move. I can hear yeah. you now. I can't. Yeah. Right, I'll just I'll, I'll just say what I'm going to say. What do you think of tonight? Mate? Yes, yeah. What do you think of tonight? Uh, well, first of all, thanks again. It's nice to see you again at halftime. Um, mm-hmm. I think Alan's spot on with pretty much what he said. I think I just think we were undone by a slightly better team. I don't think we played badly. I think we played pretty well. We had a go at them. Second half, we had a few chances that we just weren't clinical, were we up front tonight? Um, I thought Wayne, Wayne Wayne Andrews, Ryan Andrews had a, a great game. I thought he played really, really well. Ken, as steady as usual, worked hard. Why the hell he took a spiller off, I don't know. Into tonight, just looked like a floppy cock to me, excuse my language. Um, he's just one of them players, isn't he? One week he'll, he'll give you that moment of magic, but overall, I've not been that impressed with Ince. I know he's not had much of a chance, but... Um, Apart from that, as I say, Ipswich, just when they got the ball, they moved it quicker, especially around our box. And I think that was why um, they won the game. And it was two, just two sloppy bits of defending. One was the individual mistake from Hoot. I'm not going to jump on his back too much because overall he's been one of our, well, our best centre-half by a mile this year. And it's one of them positions where if you're going to make a mistake, it can be costly. So. I've got no sort of grudges against who, to be honest. I thought he was okay. But, um, yeah, the subs tonight. And the other thing I was disappointed in was why Healy didn't get to start. I mean, I looked at... I, I don't mind Rajevic. You know, he's scored a few goals for us. But tonight I would have put a bit more faith in Healy and I'd have said, go on, mate, you go on and you start and, you know, maybe and then bring Bayo on later or something. But for me, tonight's game wasn't made for Rajevic. Um He... He didn't do much. Okay, he had a sh- he had the shot where Espriller got the the rebound and knocked it in. But you've got to be expecting your striker to score from there. Really, it's just 
good lucky that um, Aspilla was there to to knock in the rebound. But overall, I haven't, I haven't come home with the ump. I think we've done all right. Um, the highlight of the evening for me was meeting Carlos down at the bunker before the game. Uh, had a brief chat with him. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't come away disheartened. Ipswich are just a very good side. And I would be very surprised if on that performance they... They're not in and around the top two at the end of the season, mate. To be fair, very good, very good. Sorry, I'm having the uh, I'm having the EBGBs tonight. It's going all over the bleeding shop. My apologies, everybody. Once, I am here. Once. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, it's good to <laughs> good to know that you're there. Yeah. Um, what did, What did you think of, of of Hurst and what he gave them with without you know scoring? versus what we get from Ryevich. And I'm just talking about in open play. I know we don't have that. I know that Ryevich isn't isn't that. But is that is a battering, as, as Alan called it, a shithouse? Is that the bit that we're missing? Yeah. I mean, it's just different gravy to Ryevich, isn't he? And again, I don't want to jump on Ryevich's mm-hmm. back. I really don't. Because no, no, no. Like I say, he's scored a few and he seems likeable. You know, he's... He's very smiley and, you know, he does try his best, but whether we can get him up to championship consistency, you know, the, the, the consistency we're looking for. I mean, again, he doesn't really close down, but he tries to block off channels, um, for you know, for the goalkeeper when the ball's at the back. You know, he, he he's trying and maybe, to be fair to him, if, if he was getting a bit more service in the box... Uh, he would score a few more. But again, Ipswich defended the, the cross well tonight when we put the cross in. But I think I only remember Ryevich winning one header tonight in the second half. I might be wrong. Yeah. But when yeah. you've got a yeah, when you've got a big lad up front, you expect him to win at you know fifty at least fifty percent of the, the balls that he's going for. Yeah. Um so as I say, uh, just to wrap up, mm-hmm. I'm not disappointed with the performance. I thought we played all right. We were just undone by the better side. And sometimes you've got to go, do you know what? We gave it our best. We fucked up a couple of times, which was our own downfall. And we go again. Very good. Very good. Charlie, excellent. Thank And thank you for bearing with me and talking whilst I was doing... No, you're all right, mate. I'll <laughs> let someone else have a chat. Lovely Speak stuff. Speak in a bit. Will do. Take care now. Right, lovely stuff. Let's go to Mr Alex King. Um, and then we're going to come to Sean. Then we're going to go to Neil. Then we're going to go to Wendover. Then we're going to go to John. So uh, do bear with us. Alex, sir, if you... Uh, how you doing, mate? Hello. You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm just waiting for... Uh, for, for for, for Twitter to implode on me, but that's not the problem right now. Two one Ipswich, pick the, bone, <laughs> pick the bones out of that. That's that's the that's the discussion point, isn't it? Really? Um, well, I think I think firstly, I think um, I think I think Alan and Charlie have called it. I think I, I maybe I'm naive, but I was actually really impressed with Ipswich. I thought they were. I thought they were a very, very good side, um, which is which is fair play to them. Sort of every, uh, I don't know if it was just me, but every time I had the ball, I had, they had the ball. I was quite scared they were going to score, and I think that's, I think for me, that's kind of a hallmark of a good side that they kind of look like a threat every time they go forward, or you sort of have that fear that they are going to score. Um, and I think you know, positive, I think performance, and I think we've, we've been competitive against Southampton and Ipswich in two, you know, twice in three days, which I think I think is quite impressive, but. I've always said that you don't win, you never win points in the division based off good performances. Um, you, you know, you have to put the ball in the back of the net. And I think he, like Charlie has just said, I think Ryevich is a is a great, great striker. Or not a kind of a, he seems like quite a nice bloke, um, and he has scored. But I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not fully sold. I think 
I was watching the Southampton highlights back because I, I didn't get down on Saturday. Yeah. And tonight, and it, it's twice in three days that he's almost forgot how to use his feet correctly. When he's he's kind of all I feel like as part of a striker, you need to almost try and create your own chances. And I don't think I've, I've struggled to see where Ryavich can do that. Um, and I think it's a, it's a real issue that every time I think if all three of our strikers went through on goal. Um, I wouldn't have. I'd be more confident they were going to miss than they were going to score. Yeah, which I think I think is a real issue. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I don't want to get Ryavich's back because he's only been here what three months, three and a half months. But I I really don't think he's the long. I'm not I'm not sold. Um, and I feel like you know Charlie said that when Tom Ince comes on, we go down to ten men. I almost think we sometimes do start with ten men. Because he has, yeah, I think I think for me it's been covered up by the fact that that Ryavich has, has scored goals recently, and and now they, they you know they've they kind of dried up recently. Yeah, um, I think ever since the Rotherham game, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, then I'm starting to see a bit more bit more of an issue. Um, uh, yeah, and I just I, I feel like it's a real issue that I'm more confident they are going to miss a chance than they're going to score it. And, you know, even that even that spray goal, he is. He's middle of the goal, five yards out, and it's just lucky that a spree has scored. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just a bit concerned about that. That's right. I think enough. that's like I say. I think, I think we'll look back on the season, and we might have a good season. We might finish tenth, for example. But with the playoffs being so tight, we might be four or five points outside of the playoffs, for example. And I feel like if we had a cut and edge striker, who cause I think we created enough chances to win, you know, to score more than one tonight. I think we'll look back in the season personally and feel like, you know, we had a really good midfield, as, as Alan mentioned earlier. Um, we've got a, quite a relatively solid defence. I don't think Lewis or Hoop cover himself in glory tonight, but I won't get on their back. Um, but I think, you know, that striking position, we will look back on and go, if we'd have just bought in a clinical striker, you know, almost like a Vidra type, who you'd be really confident they were going to score, we, we would doing a lot better than I think we currently are and I think this goes back to the start of the season you know against Plymouth against um, West Brom against Blackburn when we we could have just scored a goal um, and we failed to um, and, and I think it's ultimately I think that will cost us very good Alex thank you very much indeed sir as always great great stuff to hear from you hi this is Jay Demerit and you're listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Sorry, Sean, 
bear with me. I'm going to deviate slightly because I'm going to do something that I never do. And let's face it, with Twitter, it's all going to go probably wrong. Um, I'm going to bring in Mr. Benjamin Bloom. And at the same time, I'm going to bring in Mr. John Parslow because, because both Ben and John shared, if you watch the Prediction League or if you saw the video, uh, shared a prediction. As to as to what would happen in the game today, uh, Ben. First of all, uh, at the, welcome, welcome to uh, welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Twitter Spaces. If you can hear us, um, what, what what did you make of Watford today? You just need to hit the mute button or the mic button down the bottom left, then you should be able to talk to us. There you go. Can you hear me now, Pete? We've got you there. We've got you there. What were oh, you, wonderful. What, what, what were your thoughts on the game? What were your thoughts on Watford? As somebody who is yes, Ipswich through and through, but also very objective about the football he watches. Yeah, it was a it was a coin flip, wasn't it? When it got to about sort of 65, 70 minutes, I just, I mean, it was mistakes on the game, didn't it? It was a mistake, obviously, for the Espria goal, and then the mistake for the Morsi goal to win it. Maybe Ipswich had a bit more in reserve off the bench, possibly when they could bring Broadhead and um, Burns in with twenty five to go, and I just think one. One of those teams has winning momentum and winning muscle memory at the moment, and the other is trying to work on getting that. And without sounding in any way smug, Pete, if it's a coin flip game in 2023, it's win it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, no, no absolutely. You've done uh, done done mighty fine to that effect. Um, so 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 fair play. Um, of course. If anybody did see the prediction league, and, and I'm talking to Mr. Parslow here now, uh, obviously. It, it's, uh, first of all, Benjamin, did 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 you end up getting any dice today? <laughs> uh, apparently, Justin had the dice. <laughs> yeah, I've got them. Yeah, I didn't manage. <laughs> Justin, to catch up. I didn't manage. I didn't manage to catch up with Ben at half time. I was on the concourse, but I missed him. Oh. Would you believe there was quite a few? Um, infiltrating the upper Graham Taylor stand that were actually secret Ipswich fans who I managed to chat to at um, half-time. But, yeah. Um, and that but, was just Ed Sheeran. There you go. <laughs> with Elton, yeah. It's a bit weird, Pete. Last time, I remember coming on one of your spaces at the start of last season, and it was a bit weird because you guys were all cock-a-hoop having beaten, I think, was it Burnley or Sheffield United? I think and one we, of those ones. We were beating Burnley everybody, providing too. you were there. You, you were like the Ark of the Covenant for us. It was great. Yeah, and it feels like there's a bit more substance to the team now, I will say. And it's very interesting that Kieran McKenna chose to take out Brandon Williams at halftime. I think that speaks quite well to Jamal Lewis and Ken Semmer down the left. Mm -hmm. um, so, honestly, I've seen Watford win several times the past 18 months, and that was possibly a bit more of a joined-up performance than I've actually seen rather than individuals. So I do think there's, I do think there's something there developing that maybe I haven't seen. Do you agree with that? Well, this is this is what the other guys have said. I came in feeling, you know, is Ipswich the direction of flight that we could actually look at in certain ways? And everybody else has said, no, just take it for for, for what it is. And there was a lot of good stuff in there as well. There was. What did you What did you think? Obviously, against uh, you know, uh, an excellent name is Leif Davis. I like it very much indeed, of course. And he 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 did well tonight. But he was up against Ryan Andrews uh, as a counterpart. As an objective eye. What do you think of Ryan Andrews, our number 45, playing at right back? 
Oh, he's a baller, isn't he? Yeah, he was excellent. And what I actually quite liked was, uh, I mean, I don't know how he didn't get booked for um, kicking the ball away. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, and Hutchison did for telling the ref to book. They, they should both have been booked, frankly, shouldn't they? But what I did like was he was the one that wasn't accepting the, you know, being 2-1 down to Ipswich. And he played leave Dafis really well. Um, he's a better you look at him and you don't realise what a physical specimen he is. He's a proper proper modern fullback. What age is he, Pete? Uh, uh, he's going to be kind of 19, 19. 20, yeah. Yeah, he's 19. No, yeah. yeah, there you go. So he is your new saleable... Um, what, he must automatically become your big value asset, I guess, other than Espria. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's excellent, isn't he? Yes, yes. Don't, don't don't say nonsense like that. Never mind, never mind. Anyway, to <laughs> yeah. to go to the to go to anybody who hasn't yet seen the prediction uh, league in the opposition view, and obviously the game has now passed. So why would you, uh, John, who rolls dice on uh, on on a backgammon board in in many different locations, rolled one, and then the other had pictures of Benjamin Bloom on it. So Ben, you had to you had to do it. And do you know what the end prediction was? Watford one, Ipswich two. You you combined, <laughs> you combined have just predicted the game. You, John, uh, you may wish to put in some kind of loan agreement to try to get Ben on loan for the rest of the season because uh, let's face it, you just picked up seven points from the last no eight points. I tell a lie from the last nine. Quite ridiculous. Well done. I might be top, Peter. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look at it. Carlos and get Justin will have a hissy fit. Yeah. Oh, he- hello, Benjamin, and huge apologies for the video, but thank you for your sporting support for everything. <laughs> I'll join in with anything, John. I thought it was I thought it was absolutely yeah. tremendous. You have to understand, guys. I know you've had great moments uh um Watford over the past what, five, ten years. You're speaking to a football fan. <laughs> this could literally be the peak. Ipswich have got 51 points and a, I don't care they and a, a top of the league. I'm, I'm trying to take in this moment. Uh, I know this is a Watford stream, but just where we are on the other side of it, that it might just never get any, you know, we might fail to go up this season and we'll look back and say, well, remember back at Watford at, at Christmas when it went over 50 points and top of the league. So I know it's a bit transitional at Watford, but um, just try and <laughs> drink in my enjoyment of this. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, it's Benjamin, it's fine. I mean, I think for most Watford fans listening, if we go back, we'll, we'll all be reminiscing about the Gray and Taylor back-to-back promotions. Exactly. And not looking enviously, I think you're, you're the sort of club that, you know, um, we, we, we can all respect, if I'm, if I'm honest. Um, maybe not tonight, but, but, <laughs> but no, no, but, no, but you, you play good football. You weren't shithouses like Southampton on Saturday. And, and you good know, any team, any team coming through that challenges the elite, the establishment, and, and starts to do that, it is a good thing. So absolutely enjoy it because we had it back in 97 to 99 and, and going up um, under GT. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's going to, you got a superb manager who I wanted last year before we got Robert Edwards. <laughs> wanted to steal him. So that was good. You'll be, you'll be glad you've, you've been, you're, you were replaced in the picture frame, by the way. By a statue of Sir Tom Finney, but if that if that helps, <laughs> um, so don't worry, yes. you're no longer on my mantelpiece, Benjamin. But <laughs> oh, and but this is where we've got to now with Kieran McKenna and how 
highly yes. rated he is. Yeah. If you're making comparisons to Graham Taylor, who literally um, bombed his way up all four leagues, didn't he, with Lincoln yeah. and, and Watford. And thank you for the comments about the football, because I really hope you enjoyed that. If you're a football connoisseur like I like to think I am, there was two minutes in the second half where Ipswich continually tried to play out from the back and Watford continually pressed them and both teams stuck to what they were doing. I guess Watford won out in the end and won the ball a couple of times, but that's what that's what they've been told to do and just keep going and keep... And bear in mind, this is a team that the keepers literally gifted a goal in 10 minutes from playing out the back. So they're so sticking to their principles but anyway i'm bambling on about ipswich now and you guys want to talk about what so i'll 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 shut up and say thank you as always for your hospitality thank you for having me on the preview show and i look forward to the return game well thank you sir i will say to anybody who's listening who doesn't already please do go and have a look for the benjamin bloom football show um not only is he a friend of the podcast his shows especially focusing obviously on the championship as well and the and the efl are fine they are balanced they are entertaining as well and as you've just heard the man you know ringing into an opposition podcast after he refuses to crow which is let's face it pretty, <laughs> pretty what my, <laughs> what me and Justin would probably do. Yes, absolutely. You you have far more depth than we do. That's fair enough. Benzer, Benzer, have a good drive back and you're welcome back as always. Uh, John, sir. Cheers, fella. Lovely to, lovely to hear from you. The uh, You mentioned the, the Preston... Um, uh, the, the, the Preston video that you've done there, John, uh, that'll be up tomorrow. The opposition view for Preston is going up tonight, so it just gives us a bit of time to convert this into the podcast for anybody who listens via the podcast. But there we go. John, anyway, what, what were your other thoughts on tonight? Now, we, now we've dealt with, we've, we've, with Preston, Dice, Backgammon and Ben there. What, what did, did you take it as, a, as an encouragement uh, uh, more, than, more than I did initially? Yeah, I think so. I mean, a couple of points. I mean, mm-hmm. one thing I've... I'd say about Benjamin Bullock, I thought it was quite an even game to about 65 minutes or so. They they looked a bit more threatening at the start of the second half, but weren't really doing much. And then I thought, we were totally on top. I thought we were starting to get a roll. The, the atmosphere was building in the stadium. Everybody was on their feet, increasingly in the rookery. And you could see the reaction at the end. It was There was still applause. And I thought, there was. I, I honestly thought at one point there was only one winner. And it was only an... It was only an error, and and Hoot's passing accuracy must have been what twenty percent tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just one, but I mean, yeah. Okay, as everybody says, anybody can have a bad game, and uh, you know, and that was, uh, I think you covered it. It was a bad game, but I honestly thought we had momentum. I thought we were going to go on and win it, and and I thought I'd have been frustrated with a draw again, and you know, so I think you've got to look at everything and my big thought my bigger bigger thought is so i think apart from bristol city right because that's boxing day we've played everybody if I'm, i think i'm yeah, right yeah. oh no we haven't played preston yet yeah is it preston, preston? preston, yeah, preston and then, right. yeah bristol right so we see we've seen everyone i am not worried so if we can sneak into the playoffs right and i agree with a few of the other callers alex and charlie and you know and what alan said i, I think to do that or oh, sorry or or just to get across the line a little bit We've got to get a striker in. We've just got to get that added value of striker in. But if we can get to the playoffs, I do not fear anyone that I've seen apart from Leicester and Leeds. I think we can give anyone a game. I think I think we're a lot better than we think. I think I think our midfield is good. I think our 
defense is you know you know is reasonable and solid and we just got to find that extra extra cutting edge up front and yeah tonight too many bounced off us in in a box one bounced off Sema, one bounced off Kembe in the in, a, in the opposition box when we could have just taken that chance chance uh, you know it it really was fine margins there's there's not that much wrong and it's about clinging to the edges and just trying Hopefully, can't wait for your transfer show with uh, with Wendover and who we might get in. And yeah. but, you know, you you go for all those names, and then we'll bring none of those in. We'll bring somebody new in, which will be you know the usual thing. You know, new recruitment manager, manager, whatever we'll get, his we'll title get is. That, no doubt, absolutely, Mister Cone um, is. Uh, yeah, so you've got to be positive and go. Go building. I think Benjamin. You know, it's interesting to hear him. We are building. You know, they they've developed over two, three years. They do have those patterns of play. Everybody said it. And if we can just be patient, but yeah, a couple of tough away games coming up, and uh, you know, and if we can get four points out of that, that'd be useful. And just cling to the edges, and then see where we can go when it gets down to the messy end of the season. And seriously, we can avoid the two dangerous teams because even Southampton. I think we can do them over a couple of legs. I think we can do, yeah, sorry, Benjamin, even Ipswich. I thought they played nicely, but I didn't think they were amazing. But a lot of respect to them, if that makes sense, yeah? Well, I mean, you, you mentioned about it being at the margins and, uh, you know, Ben's comment there I thought was really telling, which was, you know, when a game comes down to the margins in 2023, they're, are they getting the rub of the green or are they creating their own luck? We never know. We never know. John, lovely stuff. Thank you very much indeed, sir. Um, I mean, it, it reminds me of um, after the Hull game, which, of course, we won with that uh, that tap-in from 45 yards out from Hoot. And we had a call, and sorry, I've forgotten which caller uh, came in and said, you know, we just won and we were all obviously very happy. And he said, but for a couple of moments there, that could have gone the other way. And, you know, this is a fine margin game. It could have gone the other way. But, you know, as uh, as, as, as we, we heard from Ben, muscle memory was a great word. You know, the experience of winning and knowing that it's there is, is where we need to get to. But obviously they are now, you know, 18 months to two years now with Kieran McKenna. And you can see that they're a, they're a, a, a well-oiled machine. I think we've still got uh, some parts needing to be assembled and most certainly some oil to be applied. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.